I listen to the Black Guy You Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Hey, welcome to the Black Guy Tips podcast. I'm your host, Rod, joined as always by my co-host, Karen. And we're live on uh, Juneteenth, the second celebration of Juneteenth. Uh, <laughs> you may know it as July 4th. Um, and we're not alone. We have a guest, friend of the show, friend in real life, comedian, actor, writer, uh, and former lawyer, JL Coban. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Former and probably future lawyer, but full time comedian. Um, this 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 will show how ain't shit my fans are mm. when it's like i got a new album and i lost my job so if there's ever been a time to to yes. throw down six to ten dollars it's now and i know i'm just gonna see the, the final tally and be like 13 people huh Two hundred thousand followers I will start to turn into John Byrne. Thirteen fans. Thirteen fans. I make millions of people laugh. Eh? Uh, but we'll see. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I feel uh, like um, this is the time to wrap the arms around you. You know, I feel mm-hmm. like the loss of a job is normally like a clarion call to, to the fan base. You know, I mean, when I lost my job, that was how we got started on our premium was, you know, enough people signed up for us to be able to be like, oh, this is viable. We can grow this into something. Um, but I feel like, and I think you've said this before, this is the cost, uh, the karmic debt of finally we have breaking news that there's, there's a, a expectation to have blackface is actually going to see the light of day at some point. What? Right. And we, I mean, <laughs> you know what? Let me just tell you what happened in the two weeks after I got a date for half blackface. Cause people need to start realizing that JL Jinx might need to be studied by scientists. <laughs> I lost my job three days after, mm. like I got a date, August 25th. Affirmative action ended. Mm-hmm. Like this is what we're talking. This is the scope of yes. like the balance in the universe for me to have any kind of success with this special. It's half blackface in particular because it's it's so good that it's like no, this this could actually help him become a full time successful comedian. This can't like it's like one of those. T- I feel like I'm in a time travel movie where it's like the Terminator realizes if half blackface comes out, like world peace will occur or something. <laughs> and so it's like, we cannot allow that to happen or else, you know, and, and here's the good news. Here's the good news. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to spill some Patreon tea. Oh shit. Um, I got an email on the second day of tall boy being number one on the comedy charts. Um, from the people quote unquote producing half blackface if you want to call this producing because I don't see much production <laughs> in two fucking years so he wrote he wrote to me and said I was surprised to see you have a new album out um, I wish I had had a heads up I'm I am thinking we might need to push back the release of Half Blackface, the album version. 
and I wrote like because he's afraid of contra, you know, Sirius XM, which is obviously streaming royalties, a good source of, of money on albums. So I just wrote back. Most of my fans for the last twenty one months have been hearing how proud I am of this set. So whoever's going to buy it, stream it, etc., is going to be there. As far as Sirius XM, there's no overlap in material. I don't know what you think I'm doing. I'm not doing a Taylor Swift where I'm, like, <laughs> right. you know, even though extra, extra, extra T, somebody told me that I should consider recording the set again. <laughs> um, but I wrote back, so I don't see any issue. And, and the response I got was, okay, well, I'm going to have to think about this. That's interesting because I don't have to think about it. I might have to think about what lawyer yeah. I, I seek out if there's any more delays on this. It's like, right. it's one of those things, first of all, I'm, the frustrating thing here is I'm a good enough comedian that every two years I can put out some kind of product right. that, that I can be proud of. Um, did you think I was waiting like in mourning? Like, did right. you think like I, like, like, like this is the 1800s and I'm a wife whose husband died and I have to wear black for the next five years uh, uh, to show proper mourning for the loss. Right. Like, I'm going to keep being a comedian. This shouldn't... I kept making jokes about the special, like, oh, I wonder if my second one will be my first. That was a joke. Right. I didn't actually think that would happen. Mm-hmm. So that was just a joke, like, ah, ha, 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 wouldn't that be crazy? Well, you know what? If you wait 22-plus months to have an album come out, it is possible that a prolific comedian might have another project. And why, in God's name, would I delay the work of some people and myself, right. like, for a thing that I still don't, like, in other words, I didn't think it would take this long right. for it to come out. So I wasn't like, oh, watch, watch what I do when I drop this new, but I wasn't going to delay it. Right. I wasn't going to like, Hey, tall boy, you got to, you, you need to wait your turn. It is, it is your turn. Right. Tall boy. Cause you're ready. Right. <laughs> like, Everyone did so. their job on the production side of tall boy. So it got out on time. Like it was supposed to. Right. It feels yeah. weird to, to, I guess my art, my lot, my question is, is the logic if it comes out later, even later than it was supposed like if it comes out three months from now and it's been a full two years since you recorded that set is he expecting a boom then is there a windfall coming because everybody's like oh well now that it's been three months i I think what he's nervous about if you can call it that because obviously he doesn't seem too anxious yeah yeah like i can't impress upon people enough (laughs) comedy specials shouldn't take the same amount of time as a fucking Avatar sequel. <laughs> like, like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. This, this the, the, it's, so it's this like shock. It's like the lack of awareness, the lack of like self awareness. I'm like, you do know you butchered two tapings, right? Like, you, right. you messed up two tapings. The reason the edit took a long time on Half Life Face, the second one. A, I don't think people really give a shit about it, mm-hmm. but but one of the reasons was the main camera for the second straight shot was was not usable. Like right. at that point, there's no. I have been shown no professional courtesy, no respect, no right. anything. So I don't owe like I owe you. I'm going to promote the shit out of it because I'm proud of it. But like right. I said on I think on a Patreon podcast, I said 
what I ask fans to do is half blackface matters to me because of the work, not to sound too pretentious. Right. That that special twice. And they're like two different sets because I dropped some stuff because it was like seven months apart and I had this like two killer bits right. that I wanted to get into the second taping. I want that out. I, I don't even care about money from that. My real goal with that originally was like, if this can come out when I'm on billions, this is so good. This right. is so my best work that, you know, I heard Karen make make her joke about me quitting um, <laughs> <laughs> on the recap episode. And, but that was like, in all genuine seriousness, that was the moment where I was like, this is it. Yeah. I have no guarantee that this will work. But I've never gone out for any acting shows, but I ended up by luck on a hit, like having a nice little role on a hit TV show. Right. And I've done a lot of good albums, and I could probably rank them for people, but that first set of Half Blackface was like the single most electrifying show of my life. Mm. I, I, it was The crowd deserves as much credit as I do because I think the material alone on the second taping, I prefer. Like, mm-hmm. I prefer that set, but the crowd was an A-plus on the first set, and they were like an A-minus, B-plus right. on the second one. So so their energy, like, heightened a great set. Into, so that was like my, for all my moping and negativity, the reason this has hurt so much is that that was a real, a real opportunity. Right. Like, a, like, a, like you can't guarantee it, but what I can guarantee is if the special comes out, 17 months after I'm on Billions, yeah. it loses that effect. Yeah. Like that I do know. <laughs> it's just, it's just, it's weird. It's weird that this is the time that they choose to be picky, you know? Like, like, like of all the other times to, to have right. been like extremely proactive and, and detailed yeah. and productive. It's like, this is the time where they're like, well, maybe, uh, maybe, maybe now is the time I take over. And also it does show like a lack of attention just to you in general because i think a cursory amount of research even just asking a question they'd be like oh this isn't even the same material like it's just you know like if you've just been paying attention a little bit like what do you think of me as a comedian that you think i'm like what just doing reruns with a couple new bits well you know in all fairness there are comedians that do that shit you know but i just think uh, even just asking you a question like even if you're not you know uh detailed enough to like check out the podcast or go listen to the new special right god forbid uh it seems like a really easy ask to be like hey is this gonna overlap material and then you just be like no and it's like okay cool we'll get this thing out as soon as possible but damn man this is crazy comedy business the comedy business is like in an odd way it's the sloppiest business Mm -hmm. on earth but it's also the most cutthroat we don't give a shit about you <laughs> at all business it's like right. the worst of both yeah it's like we suck the one of the reasons we're in comedy is because it's like a low barrier to entry like right. we can't hack it in the real fucking corporate world so right. we're gonna leech off a of fucking desperate artist right and like try to get nickels and dimes off of 50 albums and all of a sudden we're richer than all the mid-level talent we represent but on the other hand we could give a fuck about your artistry, your work, your right. anything. Like, could not care. Where like, it would, 
putting where it would be it's it seems like where it would be nice for the industry to be professional is when it tries to act like it's just a personal friendship business and then when it's not well, that's where, what i always say where, if, you, if you talk to somebody it's it's a hey you know um you know i've i've done i got these credits and i've done this well you know it's 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 about building relationships also yeah like, come hang out at the club right. come maybe do some free spots let us get like let's and then like you think you're best friends with the club and they're like well yeah i mean you know it is a business after exactly all. Yes. yeah oh, where yeah. where it would be nice for it to be professional that's when they lean on the personal and where it would be nice for it to yeah. be personal that's when they go back to the professional cutthroat yeah. bullshit yeah and people keep getting fucked go ahead and and what's so frustrating about it is that how can i say this comedians are kind of all over the place and you have a lot of comedians that care they want to make money and shit like that then you have a lot of comedians go well i'll do whatever it takes to be on stage because you actually need to unionize like i'll just decide and like demand like hey if i start this is the bare minimum i ought to be able to make i shouldn't have to do bringers i shouldn't have to bring fucking family or friends i don't want goddamn drink tickets i want to get paid you know what i'm saying like things like that but too many comedians are like whatever it takes to get on stage so when people make these demands you have people that yes. just flat undercut everything that they're trying to accomplish yeah yeah no as, as i've said as i said before i said you can't unionize when the the median level of integrity is union busting scab yeah. <laughs> like, like the average comedian's integrity is yeah. oh i'll cross the picket line fuck them yeah <laughs> the average comedian is i'm gonna get like and it's worse now because there's a disconnect when you look at social media and especially, I mean, TikTok has supercharged this mentality. Mm-hmm. All credit to TikTok yeah. for changing the game. But, like, it has supercharged this mentality where you don't have, to, like, you have dudes who will do, like, two years of shitty shows and think, like, I'm 27, man. I've been grinding it. Yeah. <laughs> and, and because they see a friend blowing up on TikTok. So to them, right. like getting in a large following is the priority yeah it's no longer becoming and i you know i always joke i say i don't want to be pretentious and be like i'm an artist but i am Mm -hmm. and i care i come from that i want to be great and 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 my faith is that the money to some extent will follow Right. right you know what i mean whereas now people are like what's the algorithm one like what Mm -hmm what is that i'm gonna adjust how i write how i approach comedy how if painters did that if if book writers i'm sure book writers do do this but like if if imagine the the shittiness of art in general if everybody was always you know oh well what's you know everybody if every musician had the attitude of like a commercial jingle writer we need those we need Mm -hmm. commercial jingles but if everybody was just like i think Chevy might like this in their commercial. <laughs> that's, that's how you're writing your album. I think. I think also, um, to me, the algorithm of social media is the new like late night. Like mm-hmm. back back in the 90s and 2000s, 2010s, everybody was chasing like the late night set. I got to get my yeah. 10 minutes. I got to get my late night. Get on late night. It's gonna change the game, you know. And now it's like crowd work on tiktok you know it's like hey this shit got 12 million views i i gotta chase that now i'm you know it's 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 almost ironic how insulted people get by the idea of ai art 
when so many people are trying to create their version of like an artificial art that's exactly. not really yes. real right it, perfect and, and sometimes because it's a balance when it comes to like the tiktoks and like the the uh twitter sphere and all that stuff because you have comedians that are comedians but when it comes to tiktok that's a different muscle i don't think people understand that it's a different muscle and then you have people that are really great on there but some of them are not great comedians right yeah and so you have an industry like you say that rewards this social media presence when not and and then they get these specials and things like that and some of them do great and then some of them flat are terrible well also is what you're being pushed towards to you know like one of the big things that is starting to die down just a little bit but one of the big things during our time has just been every comedian needs a podcast you know like and you could like tell when someone has like a big name but they just got told like you need to do a podcast because they could give a shit you know like audio's terrible they're not paying attention there's no real point it's just like i need to put out 30 minutes of content every week because my manager told me that this is the fucking thing and and because like say bill burr does that now every comedian gotta do some version of 30 minutes of bullshit every week whether they give a fuck or not and it dilutes like what podcasting could be mm-hmm. and right. it separates i think the the good from the the bad but it puts a lot of fucking like shape it puts a lot of just shit in the, in the mix where yeah. and i think stand-ups like that too because i you know and i'm not knocking these folks i really am not like i like some of these motherfuckers could be hilarious but i don't see a crowd work clip and think oh man i gotta be there for that comedian mostly i think like they could be funny yeah but who fucking knows like that could be a once in a blue moon they it just linked up right the crowd work went right that time and they don't have any fucking material (laughs) like you know i don't know you know (laughs) And I, I think it's, yeah, it's, we don't have to get too deep in the weeds, but it's, yeah, it's, the industry is, you know, like with Righteous Frick, which is going to be known under a new name, but mm-hmm. that, I'm going to record two episodes tomorrow, and that's, I'm trying to find the balance of, I decided, if I'm still doing comedy until Half Blackface comes out, yeah. until I can see what that can do for me, if anything, I said, Righteous Prick is at a ceiling. I like just rambling and complaining, and sometimes they're great episodes, sometimes it's people get to know me and they're not that funny, but mm-hmm. whatever. <laughs> the, but I decided, I made a conscious decision, like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna play the game. And I talked to, to Mike, who's, who's gonna be producing it, who was like the original producer for making podcasts great again. Mm-hmm. And we were in the same headspace, which is why I feel comfortable with him, which is like, He's he's like a podcast producing guy. Like he's mm-hmm. he's legit. Like he's right. produced um, his biggest podcast is Guys We Fucked. That was like yeah. he's like their producer. Um, he was producing for some big networks and stuff. And he so he he knows this business. And he even said, "I got to adjust." I got into podcasts not because I wanted to do video content. Right? Like yeah. Podcasts. That's like saying I got into radio because I wanted to do TV. It's like, what? It's not. Yeah, dude, a podcast now is like, it can be only on on YouTube. Yes. Like a podcast now can literally be like, you can't actually find this on any podcast app. Right. You can find this on YouTube exclusively. And 
it's video only and you need to be watching because there's all kinds of shit that goes with this right it's not what it used to be no and i think how can i say this it's very frustrating as somebody who loves podcasts and listen to podcasts i go it's not a podcast you're on youtube podcast needs to be on a fucking podcast app yeah i think but see that's the thing right i'm less rigid i think that than, than y'all are i'm I'm like, well, then that's what it is now. Like, it just and fucking that's changed. What I was gonna say is yeah. That's the thing me and Mike had to come to grips with. And I said, yeah. And you know, I'm the most stubborn asshole in, in the game. Right. Like, I'm, yeah. I, my motto should be like, I will die on all these hills. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Every single one of them, just pick one. He's a real righteous hill. freak. <laughs> is that a hill? I'm going to die on it. Um, but we both agreed. I said, but if I'm doing this, the game has changed. Right. Now, for me, the video component is twofold. One is to maybe, you know, I have a decent subscriber list on my YouTube channel, so if I can upload the full episodes there, hey, maybe that's a little extra money mm-hmm. there. But making the clips for TikTok, for Instagram, is is an advertisement. Mm-hmm. I, I still want people to listen to it because that's what it is. But, like, right. those are ads. And, and he said to me, which I found funny because – we recorded an episode uh, last week and we scrapped it because I was like not good enough yet. Mm. I kept like leaning away from the mic and talking to him and mm. I needed to, you know what I mean? So yeah. it, was, it was a good learning experience for, for what we're trying to do. But I have to be very mindful. Like he called me a hot take machine. And I mm-hmm. said, yeah, that's fa-. like as long as it's organic, like right. I don't want to be, I don't want to change and to the point where I go, all right, give me five top trans trans athletes right let's do it let's do yeah it. Exactly. i want to mock some of these some of these influencers and right. stuff and but but at the same time like i was doing a thing on Jokic, and that's probably going to be the first episode mm-hmm. where i was saying don't you think this dude might be on the spectrum <laughs> like when a dude when a dude says parade i want to go home to horses i, I kind of go <laughs> okay and if he's like high on the spectrum at what point does that become like a performance enhancing drug like he's so mm. focused he's not distracted like like other people right at what point do we start testing for asperger's and say like Jokic, like we got i don't know if it's i don't know if he can play he might have to be you know tested mm-hmm. and, and we just say like like and I was going, this is funny, and this is kind of just how I think. Right. You know, but but at the same time, I wanted to be like, I don't want to become inorganically, like, mm-hmm. will me saying Jokic is right. on the spectrum, will that be hot? Will that yeah. be hot? Like, it's tough, and it's tough to, like, uh, because you don't want to be a, just a contrarian, because right. there's so many people that are just contrarians, and to me, that's not a talent, really, <laughs> you know, which right. is like, the majority of people believe this, but uh, not your boy, like, all right, um, but at the same time, like, um, if you can organically find that spot and keep it funny, that that works and then you're gonna also have to be cognizant of camera like that's the thing with um with like uh again no problem man i I know it's probably you know uh the local politicians calling (laughs) uh listen we need some money uh but uh yeah the uh the thing i was gonna say is like i know with game theory that was the big struggle is how do you get bo to be comfortable on camera as comfortable as he is just talking and it's and and the amount of work that goes into it is the part that people never see Mm -mm. like them like it's just so much fucking work 
to yeah. get to normal you know what i'm saying so when you just doing that in a room with a webcam or your producers in there and you got to remember like i'm talking but i'm talking to this right. i'm not talking to yeah. him mm-hmm. he's saying things back to me i shouldn't even make eye contact with him Correct. i you know like that kind of shit so yes yeah, I, I can't wait to see what you do with it um and the first thing i told him was he said do you want to sit in the chairs you know like that kind of chill ch-? and i said <laughs> That ain't me. I'm at the desk. I'm lecturing, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> they like, got to hear what I'm I, saying. Yeah, I know me enough. That yeah. Like, me in a chair would just be like, uh, so yeah, what's, I'm like, no, no, no. Yeah. The, the mindset is. Well, you gonna wear, you gonna wear, you gonna wear a suit and tie? You gonna wear glasses? Uh, <laughs> Yeah, that's a good, that'd be funny. It's too hot right now for that. I hate, okay. I hate to be that not committed enough, but I'm I'm going in like shorts and a t-shirt. Okay. And I'm like, can I come in a tank top? It's, 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 <laughs> I mean, it's disgusting everywhere, but it's disgusting in like New York right now. But yeah, so basically before we get, get on with like the, the, the yeah. core of the show, um, Tall Boy, uh, it's available for purchase. And how's it doing it's on available. the Apple charts? How's it doing? It, it, it spent three days at number one. Okay. Um, so that's that's good. Um, I obviously won't know for months how good that was. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, basically, I think the the thing goes: if you can buy it, buy it. If you but if you don't want to buy it, I think downloading it mm-hmm. is better than just streaming it. But whatever people want to do, consuming it and reviewing it wherever you listen is is huge. And but that's like the poverty plea like i lost my job so if yeah. you want to support if you want to support what i mm-hmm. do I, I hate people ask me that all through the pandemic and they were like hey where can i donate to support and i'm like donate yeah like i'm a comedian i don't i don't i don't i still don't get that aspect but that's that's but another change that, that they want to help to this yeah. stuff is like i tip you now mm-hmm. and i'm like I remember saying to somebody like buy my album mm-hmm. like, and the guy said well I'm not really I go okay but look at it this way if you buy my album I get money right if you don't listen to the album it's a donation right if you listen to the album maybe I convert you into a fan yep. it's like if you want to spend $10 on me it makes no sense to be like can I Venmo you 10 bucks no like, also I, like I, mean, I don't need to know so buy the album and don't tell me you didn't listen i like now you just look like an asshole to me i know i know you're trying to help mm-hmm, right, but you yeah, actually look like a jerk help. like when you're like uh i would buy the album i'd rather just give you money it's like nah go ahead and buy the album well i'm not gonna listen man fuck you <laughs> I, don't, like, I don't i don't i genuinely <laughs> i'm the worst type of personality for this shit like right. i don't roll with this because i i find it so weird and yeah. like wait you like my comedy mm-hmm. and that's why i sometimes post jokes where i'm like i've got a lot of fans but they're not so much into the stand-up comedy podcasts video <laughs> yeah. uh, it's, 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 it's like I, I support i support you i might not support your work but i support you <laughs> <laughs> 
like if I pass away, they'll tweet something about me. I guess. Right? Yeah. Is that is that what that means? Man, love this guy. Not his stand up. Not his. You know, t- I told him on his. I used to punch his jokes down whenever he would tweet something <laughs> funny. And was, oh, and that is that is. I have screenshot the one I sent to you yesterday. Yeah. That is going to be a weekly segment. Yes. Down of the week, which is just going to be the fan that down. goes. Actually, my favorite, the first one, as a spoiler for everybody, the first one has to be when I said not to be outdone by Ron DeSantis announcing on Twitter, Mike Pence is announcing his presidential run on Grinder, <laughs> And then a dude commented and said, he's announcing it on Christian Mingle. <sighs> sir, sir, this is one of those things, like, if I guess... Boo... Yeah, it's it's like if I just I just nailed it, like I just mm-hmm. ten out of ten moving on to the next joke. Bruh. Like what you just did was a soft worse joke funny version of yes. what I just did. Like and it's very obvious. It's mm-hmm. very obvious that you have just done the softer, worse version <laughs> of what I already did. CJL that that's that the bar is low. They like this is this this kills them at the water cooler. And you're like, oh, well, this yay. is like this is the bane of my existence too. And I I'm a nice person on social media, so I just don't. I actually just take a screenshot, send it to JL, and be like, look at this motherfucker. And that's what I've been. That's that's yeah. the growth on my part. I'm mm-hmm. I'm being cruel to these people behind them. Behind, yeah, yeah. Not yeah. Face. Because I mean, I think the same things that JL is thinking. I just I'm like. <laughs> But where is this going to, like, I take the full path down, like, now where is this going to get me? Because I'm, okay, I correct this asshole, they're never going to take it well, mm-hmm. right? They don't realize they've insulted me and my joke. So they're not, they're going to take it like, I'm trying to help, and I'm just, and this guy's a jerk, and he turned on me. And it's like, I want to be like, bro, it's hard to be funny. Mm-hmm. I thought about this shit before I said it a lot. Like, like it was a lot of different angles I covered, and you're probably just touching the angle I covered and said that's not funny enough, and you're serving it to me like it's caviar. Like, oh, buddy, where do you hear this one? Christian mingle. It's like, oh, fuck you, man. You don't care. Get out of my face. But yeah, I just I, I send them to jail now. I I made a joke that um because <laughs> jail has this great sketch. I showed it to everybody at Game Theory at one time. Um with the dunk reaction school he has all the people that that how to react to to like a a nasty jam it's an old school sketch but i and i know you don't do those type of sketches uh you haven't in a while but i was like yeah i like a punch down a punch down class or something because these motherfuckers you could use the real stuff they do and it's just like deconstruct like this is why that's not as funny as what was on there you know uh, and it's and it's sometimes though they're so like Christian Mingo is such a good example because it's like what do you do like yeah like that sounds more like closer to the truth right like, <laughs> that's just kind of like yeah Mike, maybe Mike Pence like would do a thing on Christian Mingo for real like right. to reach out to Christian singles to like <laughs> rally them to his campaign. He wouldn't do it on Grindr. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the point. But oh, I, man. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's hard out there. But I, and I also love when I get tips on impressions. Somebody would be like, that is an amazing impression. 
Um, you just need to bop, 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 bop. And I, and I'll, I will write back to those and go, so not really amazing then. Right. <laughs> Thanks for the compliment. Like, like, if, like if you have these critiques of it, I'd rat, like, it, and so, sometimes I just disagree with them, but I, right. but, but impressions, I like doing them, but I'm really, I wish I hadn't blown up from impressions right. because impressions, you can have sophisticated comedy fans who like impressions, right. but you can also have a lot of simpletons. Mm-hmm. And, and also, it, also, I'd say too, with everything being as polarized as it is now, with you having political impressions, um, you get people, I don't understand these people, but you get people who like the politician that you're making fun of. Correct more than they would like to laugh at the like you're coming to the comedy club essentially watching a man do impressions you know the virtual comedy club of online it's not like people are like jl covan does the best serious impressions of these people we've ever seen there's a level of of comedy to it that's so funny and to come to that and be like this motherfucker laughing nah man fuck you you not funny you that's why i don't nobody know who you are as i'm on your channel leaving comments uh, to you and, 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 uh, <laughs> and before and i will finish the plug for tall boy because yeah. thursday night is a big night for it but mm-hmm. the that's like i posted when i post the tiktok of the bit like the shortened version of the bit about the gop being america's deadbeat dads there's going to be a lot of hurt feelings in my in my mentions on that one. And what I said, I said to my brother today, actually, I said that the, the space I've carved out may have been a great space 20 years ago. But what I am basically mm-hmm. is the left of center comedian who employs right of center comedy aggressiveness. Mm-hmm. And that is <laughs> there's not a lot out there doing that. Like, in other words. I'll turn off some of my own political people because they'll be like, well, he's, he's very mean. It's, it's your whole thing about yeah. they don't want people to go low. They no, they don't want that. They yeah. complain when people go low. They want to feel yes. like good people. They want to feel like a hero for laughing. And they yes. want, they don't even, they want, and I'm only using this because yeah. I remember his special viscerally, but like W. Kamau Bell had a special like, I don't know, like five or six years ago on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And it was very much heavy on the clapter. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like all the stuff, if you're ever on social media, you kind of know these jokes and know what was going on. Like, and it was like, yes, yes, yes. And then the flip side is the right. If you're not hurting somebody's feelings or tearing down like a community, right. are you even doing comedy, bro? Right. And to me, I go, oh, okay. Well, I'm a real ass comedian that's not interested in playing nice and, mm-hmm. and preserving. I don't go to try to hurt people's feelings, Mm-mm. but I've had so many of these dudes. It's a 23 second joke mm-hmm. where I say basically Donald Trump is the stripper pole for broken white men. <laughs> right. And the anger, these people, it's like they're bullies who've never been comedically punched in the face. They think everybody on the left when you're hurt feelings it's because you're a pussy and soft right when our feelings are hurt it's actually because we are tough patriot strong men right. and you're wrong right. it's not that i'm fucking a soft 
pussy. It's because you're can- wrong, cancel wrong. No comedy. Cancel culture is wrong and what the liberals do, but also we're going to try to erase you off the face of the internet and yeah. <laughs> destroy you. <laughs> and it's, it's to me, like, I can't wait for that deadbeat dad joke to, to be on uh, because you have people through, it's a 23 second TikTok yeah. going, this dude's not, this dude's comedy is terrible. From one joke, right. you, you literally got one joke in a 20 year career. You've, you've written me off. That's how hurt you are. Right. That's how, how true this shit is. Yeah. Because I get annoyed with plenty of left wing people in, in the comedy space, in the con, hey, you know, that's not, like I made a joke about Bobby Kennedy Jr. Mm hmm. Do I really think it's cool to make fun of people who like have illnesses? No. Right. But fuck that dude when I'm on stage or right. writing a tweet. Right. <laughs> like I don't wish bad things on him. I, I wish his voice was normal. But I said he sounds. Oh, is like that why he sounds like that? I said he said yeah. I okay. said he sounds like he's choking on his own bullshit when he talks. <laughs> 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 People loved it, but a few people were right. like, it's actually an illness. And I want, I didn't even bother, but I was going to be like, I know it is. But guess what? You stay out of the fight then. Right. I don't have an agenda with my comedy, but I'm also not going to do the, hey, only making fun of trans kids is like hardcore. Yeah. Humor. No, fuck, fuck. Also, it's weird man. because like all the fucking right-wing stand-up special promos they're the same now oh, they're so, terrible. someone's gonna do a someone's gonna do a mocking one of those by the way and i can't okay um, yes i can't I, wait I might as well right yeah i, I can't yeah, fucking wait they're all flags because they're all rare, white, what, and blue. It's, it's not just that but it's all like diversity we, have you seen the rob schneider clip yeah out him roseanne motherfuckers, motherfuckers sat and watched this has been because it's not about the comedy. It's their no. clapter. The it's agenda. their it's their clapter. Now, like yes, it's like clapter's uh, not just a Delta space. Said they want to focus on diversity. Okay, is that all they said? Does and the thing <laughs> is, the people in that crowd want to believe yes. that Delta's like we don't even care if you can fly. Right. Black woman, get up there. They're just soul pulling. Plane. It's <laughs> gonna be so. Yeah, they're just pulling black people off the street and shit. <laughs> right. Who want to fly a plane? You know, and the trans, the trans jokes, like, and I say this as a comedian, not as somebody who wants to be supportive or yeah. on the right side of history. Right. How about? And I'm going to toot my own horn. Mm-hmm. I have a bit on Israeli tortoise called Transroids. Mm-hmm. Now that bit was about these memes when the bathroom bills, the Charlotte yeah. bathroom, the, the North Carolina bathroom bill, mm-hmm. and some of the memes going around were of like very muscular bodybuilding trans men like right. they have been women they've and the the, the 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 meme said do you really want these these men in your women's bathrooms like trying to illustrate right. the point like you haven't thought this through with your bigotry like mm. i'd be more comfortable with that person in a men's bathroom they mm. are they're like alpha men mm-hmm. they're not just like identify as men these look like bodybuilders yeah so my joke was basically like but we're giving them a pass on the steroids. <laughs> yeah, I Because I was like, because ah! you know they're juicing. Yeah. Like, like, let's support identity, all that. But they're on steroids. <laughs> yeah. This is just doctor-prescribed hormonal treatments. Right. And I said, so the joke was like, so um, is that all it takes? Like, you get a pass? If you're trans, you get a roid pass? Because, like, 
I right. got some great news for Roger Clemens and Barry Bonds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. You can flip this whole narrative with one <laughs> surgery. Right. So that's that's not me mocking like trans. That's me almost mocking the the, the, the progressive, yeah. unthinking support. Of right. It. And most of these guys, like I saw Bill Burr at, in New Jersey, and he had Andrew Dice Clay open for like was mm-hmm. one of his openers, and. The trans jokes, and I don't say this like in the way that, you know, when people say like Adam Carolla, he was never funny. Stop. Right. See, just stop. Like, right. you don't have to agree with him. You cannot like, I don't like where he's at now. Right. But he used to be hilarious. But, but yeah. Why are we lying on him with the, you were never, he was saying he is he hilarious. Was, he yes, was hilarious. Exactly. There's other reasons to differ, but you don't have to right. do a lie. And right. with, with with these trans jokes, it's not me being like, I don't agree with this. So I'm going to say they're not funny. Almost all of them are not funny. It's like they're this is this is my factory. this is my issue with the Chappelle stuff was not the first special, but like by the right. time he got to like th- three in or whatever, they were street jokes. Like they weren't comp- that, like they weren't sophisticated jokes. They weren't proving right. some deeper point. They like it was just completely like it's funny to talk about trans people's genitalia and hitting them and beating up gay people and shit. And it's like yeah it's not for me personally someone gets on stage my sensibilities about agreement and disagreement go away that's just All right that's just the way it's always been my whole life uh with entertainment same thing with music whatever the fuck I was, it's not like i was listening to, to, to fucking doggy style and being like and that's how you treat a woman like it's like well clearly that's snoop dog fucking right. saying pimp shit i don't want to live like that but it's cool to listen to right and right. i treat comedy the same way but there's a level of like uh craft to a good joke whether you agree or disagree did you if you're if if you love comedy you can recognize craft where you're like oh that's how he flipped that that's how he switched it at the end oh that's that's how he set up a punchline from earlier and came back and all this shit the craft was gone and i think with a lot of these right wing specials even in the promo the craft is gone like it's just it's very much like what a random person on twitter would say yes and it's just like you should want to be better than that even if you're just like listen i'm a bigot and i would really like to make fun of black people being pilots there has to be a better fucking way than just like that simple ass bullshit based in no actual reality that's really just to get conservative clapter that's sad they don't, and, and just like the hypocrisy they don't view conservative clapter as right. clapter right that's like, last only when left wing people <laughs> get clapter or get yeah. hurt they're they're soft they're tearing the country apart but when we do it it's, it's actually it's like the right kind of clapper yeah oh my god it's um, the worst and I know I know like I would never order a Fox Nation thing, but I remember when Corolla had, was they were doing ads for him doing, and I laughed at a couple of jokes in the in the in the preview. Mm-hmm. Like I wasn't sitting there like this is. Ter-. I was like, no, oh, that is funny. I'm just not right. looking to support that entity. Like, right. I'm not looking to- if that shit was free on YouTube, I'd probably watch Might it. Might take it out, yeah. It's good. Now I watch I watch a comedian I don't agree with. That's not that's never been a thing yeah, for me. Not but a but it's the the most of the problem is just whether or not the jokes are lazy. Like it's just I I, I, I feel like me. the polarization of politics made people's work less good. Like it's just like I don't have to be as good at coming up with something that's gonna make everyone laugh or 
get people on my side even like i I walk in up in my skills i walk in the fact you bought a ticket is you're on my side so i don't even need to do the work of like being likable or building constructing an argument like it's just like the good ones still do it but the, mm-hmm. like a lot of people you can tell they dropped all that pretense and they're just like you're on my side you're here so anyway uh <laughs> trans people right and everybody's like yeah oh he about to do it it's not it's not organic and, anymore and dice clay he did this thing at the end after like making fun of them in a generic way I'm actually a boy now. I want, although I did chuckle mm. when he said, "What if you?" I, it's low brow, but mm. in the moment, the way he said it in his like, dist- mm. he said, "You know, boy walked up and said, I want some tits.'" And I laughed because <laughs> that was absurd because right. obviously nobody said <laughs> right, that. Yeah. Nobody talks yeah. about that. But then he ended it with the, "Why can't we just let kids be kids?" Mm. and it's like yes like yeah. oh that yes that covers up all the hate and the right. shaming like that's it we just want kids to be hit. we're not yeah. we're not that's all we want whereas not to get that off topic, that shit like, in the platitude that shit in the platitudes to back when we used to be blank and it's never it's like never really that we were ever whatever like it's always like you know why can't we go back to when i was growing up and everybody just knew this and it's like well guys it was never like that right, <laughs> like, right. that was an illusion <laughs> yeah there was never a fucking time with like there was just a time where like maybe the black people didn't leave in your neighborhood so you didn't worry about when a kid got shot across town because it wasn't your part of town so fuck them and there was no social media so you didn't have to worry about that shit so it's just romanticizing some bullshit but yeah it's, it's super dismissive tell tell everybody about tall boy though you said thursday yeah, a big yeah. day. thank you sorry for all the meandering the, nah, the, cool. so obviously if you can stream it or download it or buy it greatly appreciated um wherever you listen you know wherever you listen to music uh but thursday at 9 p.m eastern like this thursday uh, the 6th I will make the special public. It's been behind the paywall for like a little over a month, I think, but it'll be, it'll be made public. Um, and I think the way the algorithm works is like the more likes, subscribers and views, you know, that I'll get in that first 24, 36 hour period, it, it will, it will help. But like, in other words, Oh, it got 50,000 views in the first day. Well, now it's going to be like higher in a like recommended and rotation. Whereas if it gets like 800, views in the first day then it's just gonna like fall to the bottom of the ocean sorry no disrespect mm-hmm. to the submersible yeah but, rest in peace <laughs> you know it's uh so so basically if you can show some support and download it if you already have and i know plenty of plenty of your fans have, have already have already done so but if money's tight or it's still watching the special like thursday night or friday morning or friday during the day is and subscribing to my main channel that that is support also that is that is not uh nothing right you know and that's that's what i try i don't think most of my fans care you know they don't mm-hmm. know they don't show or they just don't care what's going on in, in the hood. comedy career <laughs> right but, but the the like i'll get like eighty thousand views once in a blue moon now that right. used to be normal but on twitter i'm like if every one of those views was just a YouTube view, right? That's like three hundred and fifty bucks, right? Whereas, like, 
Twitter, it's zero dollars. And you try to say, right. hey, guys, if you like my stuff, it's like it costs you nothing extra. Even if you're not a subscriber, you don't right. even have to be a subscriber. It, it helps if you are. But so I keep trying to just like obviously buying stuff and buying show tickets and all that is like the highest level of support. But like they, there's a lot of free stuff that in the aggregate also pays out. And you try to impress that upon people like, hey, I'm not, I don't know your finances. I don't know your level of interest. But if you like what I do, there's free ways that can make me money. Right. Just trying to meet you halfway. And most people are like, no, I, I prefer comics uh, not making money. I think <laughs> you'd, you'd be a better artist. If you're also, starting. like, <laughs> being at the whims of broke tw- comics. Being at the whims of Twitter and social media is just no way to live these days man mm-hmm. like elon musk like just breaks twitter over the weekend because he won't pay his fucking server bill right. and lies to everybody and says it's about uh capping limits of blah 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 but then magically and all I'm, that went away i'm getting rid of my blue check mark as soon as half blackface comes out yeah because that's what I, I feel like people didn't understand i lost like i joke about this in mm-hmm. tall boy i think but i i lost like eight followers because they were like yes the blue check and i was like the blue do you you think i'm part of the musk hive right like, it's a pure like i was paying three dollars right before musk for the for the longer videos and the same here, yeah and i but, like that i like that but yeah. it's not but the thing is it's not the fans fault and it's not your fault it's elon musk fault sure he's a but, dick but when I he made he somebody. made those blue checks into yeah. loyalty badges right. and unfortunately for you there's a lot of people who like are proud to be fucking blue check oh, loyalty no i know cucks. i know that is so fucking weird so now you got people assuming the worst of people when you shouldn't be i don't know mm-hmm. like i saw the blue check i never was like god damn jl well, won't see sometimes in, in like you'll click on a post and i'll be like oh god there's like nine blue checks in a row going <laughs> like blacks are the real racist and i'm like good god yeah, like because if you reply to something like run, the, the blue check flag, blue it, check mark yeah when you reply to something blue checks now get priority to look go first mm. so like if if you click on any tweet that goes viral the underneath are just the blue check responses and because it is those people who are super proud to be like these elon musk 11 dollars a month stands they're always the worst kind of person like it's never like god damn that was funny though like it's always the worst least creative type of person and it's like uh the prophecy came true of everyone that used to hate people having blue checks because it was classes and elitist and they're all jerks and it's now it's it's actually become a self-fulfilling prophecy where that is most of the people who have them so i get why people assume like the worst when they see a check but also if you're following jail you should know better yeah i tried to explain it to people like first of all how closely could you be watching me if you think i'm like my boy is elon musk right what are you talking about (laughs) um so for me it was like i didn't even i'm stubborn like this where it's like i wanted the longer videos and the tweet edits and to be honest knowing i had specials coming out i was like if elon's playing some bullshit with prioritizing stuff i've been shadow banned for two years right under the good guy regime exactly so like for me it's not like i'm like oh man twitter was so good to me before right it's a business it's a business for me but the blue check 
I was going to get rid of it because I'm like, I'm not doing, I, mm. no, I don't think it's a legitimate blue check. I'm not like, right. I have a blue check. it's right. bullshit. I'm doing it for the stuff that it, it helps you with the with. algorithm. Yeah. Right. But when I had some of my, you know, fans who were like completely, yeah, barely fans, that should be my website, barely fans. <laughs> um, hardly fans. Hardly fans. Hardly fans. <laughs> <laughs> When they said, dude, you should get rid of the blue check mark, it's a bad look. Yeah. And I was like, okay, well, no, now I'm not. Because I don't need you, like, you person who's watched, like, four videos of mine telling me what I need to do to win you over. Most people who are engaged with my stuff would never even think that I was doing this for some sort of, like, right. respect or, or right. like, solidarity with Elon. But you know, it's, but that's the other thing really too. Like, not to go down that path again. Uh, I promise we don't try to get to some news. But uh, that's the other thing too. Like online, it's really become about that sort of like uh, <laughs> the lowest level of involvement, you know. And so they see a check and they just go through a checklist of like all the things you must be because they're they, how, they're not going to read anything you said they're not going to click on anything and it's and it's what sucks about it is like you can go viral on a twitter and it can have no effect on making money it can have mm-hmm. no effect on where you want people like it can have no effect on an album no effect on a podcast I, <clears throat> this happens all the time with the podcast like there's people that are following me on twitter that i know have never listened to or heard of our podcast. podcast don't don't know and you can just tell by the shit they say to me and i'm just like yeah well that that clearly i don't agree with that and you don't know because you don't give a fuck so i don't even it's it's like you have to treat it like a completely different medium which yeah. sucks because that is not the promise we were given and when these things were created and it's not how it used to be it nope. did not used to be like that there was a time when you know the people on our facebook were people that listen to our podcast yeah the people that follow me on twitter knew about our show like it was it's just they have done so much to keep that traffic to themselves as like this entity that is so insular and just if you want to go viral it, you can go viral here and nowhere else with this bullshit right. they they've done it so i guess they've done such a good quote-unquote bad job of it it's real now so <clears throat> a person sees your check mark and they're like this is who this guy is i saw a video today of this woman on a plane who said there was an imaginary person in the back and all this shit and everybody was like oh man what's crazy da, 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 da. what happened with this woman and so someone had a reply video and it was a woman who was on the plane with her and she was like this is the real story and i the first comment to her video was someone being like wow she's aged like 20 years in this video she looks way different than the before when she was on the plane and every reply was correcting this person like no this isn't the same woman she was a passenger on the plane and then she goes well it was taking too long for her to get to that and they said it's a 23 second video so like, like did you even listen you just had to click play you did and wait 23 seconds not hit play and an hour later she tell you 23 seconds in you get all the information that is the twitter algorithm type of fan in a in a fucking nutshell mm-hmm. i couldn't be bothered to click on this but i did want to give a horrible opinion <laughs> as if i did <laughs> Oh, yeah, man. it's, uh, 
it's it's crazy. It's it's I I have a joke that I'm I'll share with you guys, but that I'm working on, where I basically was, I was I, I I I said social media I think has made the average person worse, but I think it's also probably helped keep us away from dangerous big people like. And the, the idea, like, if podcasts and social media had existed for Hitler, he might have just been, like, a popular influencer yeah. for, like, white bros and, like, <laughs> you know, mustache people. Mm-hmm. Like, he wouldn't like he wouldn't have maybe needed to give huge speeches and start wars. He would have been like, oh, I can just spill my hate here. And right. the checks come in, and I get that boost that serotonin boost from and you know why because I'm creating. uh uh the, he he might have gotten some people on tiktok he might have got a couple viral videos but no one's gonna stand for an hour screaming speech because we don't do that anymore we have two our attention span right. is too short like they get like 20 minutes into his like sick hell bullshit and be like all right man like what else is there to do so i i is i guess that's the good like part he would have had to throw in some stuff about how to woo women and stuff like yeah he'd just he'd yeah. have to be a little more well-rounded yeah. <laughs> just be blame the jews it would have to also be like yeah a little right. bit, a little bit more get, diverse if you want to be a top tier nazi right you want to get a high quality blonde german woman right let me tell you how to do that do he'd be inviting adolf high quality tate. he'd be adolf tate yeah <laughs> hey this is the other thing too is like um i'm i'm proud of you for starting a new podcast i i don't know the name yet but i'm assuming it's gonna be you know a cool name but that can actually you know go into the algorithm and you can type the whole thing and find it because uh, <laughs> uh prick for some reason was never really like that um, itunes was hating on prick for iTunes, some reason you, you search it it's like i don't know what that is it, they told me i couldn't first episode in 2012 they're like we did not pass the yeah uh, like well righteous is not a cur- like right prick. I'm like, yeah, you gotta listen to my homeboy's podcast, Righteous P Pound Sign, exclamation <laughs> point. Uh, but, um, the, I'm just glad that it sounds like you're not gonna go into the man versus woman podcast lane. So I just appreciate you for that because I think that's the tempting, that's the temptation right now that everyone's no. giving into is just, men versus women everything so good for you no, man it's, it's gonna be man versus everyone yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's a good title too that's actually a good podcast title <laughs> man versus everyone all right oh let's yeah. let's do some news real quick all right speaking of uh twitter stuff mm-hmm. um oh shit wait actually no 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 before we even do news i gotta say uh i've seen people saying it on twitter game theory uh is not expected to get a season three on hbo um everyone's been tagging me and stuff and and whatever bo hasn't spoken on it so i feel weird speaking on that um because the source is outkick sports and it's this guy that hates oh, bo Mani and has been kind of like like you and you guys can see it if you've posted about it in the um replies to your tweets there's a bunch of there's always going to be people showing up that are kind of like bots or mm-hmm. <clears throat> they're kind of like white 
supremacist leaning right wing people the and they all say stuff like Bomani sucks he should have never, never had a show. show I never I mean fuck him and it's this one dude he cited as the source in the article at, like he's the person they're citing as the source of yeah the show was always bad and no one liked it and it got canceled um so i don't know the thing i've i've heard is with the merger and all that stuff we may or may not be back but it won't it won't be it's not like a renewal of like we'll be back next season or something it's a one day we could be back which you know i'm not booking flights if you know what i'm saying but i haven't heard anything as definitive as uh yeah it's yeah that's it the, the no more show it won't be happening so right that's why i don't know how kick basically if they were around to bring it back to the 30s again yeah they would have been rooting against jesse owens in germany exactly they they would have been like his woke display of winning just to make hitler look look bad was a disgrace and i'm embarrassed to be an american right and it's this one really small penis white dude specifically that if you go to their site every article that's about bomani is his he wrote the article like it's yeah, he's like he's a it's a fucking weird obsession that he has with it's uh, not clay travis no it? no it's it's some other dude that's even worse right it's not even clay travis like that's how bad it is i can't even remember his name I, I, and i'm not trying to be like funny and big time y'all i really can't remember his name i just remember like seeing it one day where because i my big thing season one was like bo you know what we really needed some fucking hate like I, I know oh, you want some love. Everybody wants some love for the show. Good critics. I, yeah, everything I've seen that works is because the wrong people hate it. And then that makes the right people go check it out. And we just need like somebody just inflammatory, but super popular to be like, man, fuck Bomani. Fuck that show. So we, you know, like our Jake Paul episode did really well because the right people were like, oh yeah, fuck Jake Paul. And then, boom all, all this all this press all this coverage right and so that was when i would always look google searching for hate like i would every day i'm like fuck man we nobody's hating on this shit bro man something's not right and then boom this guy from outkick i saw a couple articles from him i was like oh this is fucking guy hates us and bo's like yeah that dude has some issues and i'm like oh wait a minute this isn't legit real hate because it's the same guy over it's not picking up it would be like out outkick reports awful announcing picks up sports illustrated puts our it's like oh it's, it's not a real news article so that sucks I th- and the one thing before we like i think it must be both awful and great to be like a like a a sports coverage site that's racist <laughs> like because in a weird way it's like you never run it. It's like, you, it's the greatest place to be. Like, if you're just looking to generate negative content, it's like, I guess this week we'll focus on football, basketball, track, MMA, boxing. Like, right. so it's like you're, you're both like full of hate, but also like, man, we have so much content. Dude, if you go to, I, I, I never do this, but if you go to Outkick, I just went just now to see the first article is about joe biden's son like like what what's not sports at all you know what i mean like what the fuck is 
oh my god this is oh man these guys are amazing jason whitlock had a show with them for a while like that's that's the kind of place this is so yeah that's the source so i take it with a grain of salt but because they i think they want to put the nail in the coffin if you get enough people saying it then it's like it is a nail in the coffin but um yeah that's not i was told basically like there's a chance we could be back but it just all this merger shit they're just and the writer strike they're just canceling all kinds of shit right now and we'll see but um all right now we can do some news uh we're gonna get into the games right away because uh i think jail has to get out here at eight so give me a second to Uh pull up the music uh so we can get these motherfucking games in let's start with some uh with some fucking with black people though okay we love to be fucked with and it is juneteenth the second so (laughs) let's do it Fucking with black people. All right, fucking with black people time. Let's get into it. Yvette Nicole Brown, <clears throat> one of our faves. Mm-hmm. She points out how four black women lost their positions in diversity, equity, and inclusion departments uh she did it on twitter someone i think was posting like uh uh someone posted on twitter like the headlines and the pictures of these women and uh i'll show you their pictures real quick uh boom and this is what it looks like disney chief diversity officer latondra newton exits uh warner brothers discovery lays off diversity executive karen horn another black woman netflix first head of inclusion verna myers to step down after five years wade davis promoted film academy's executive vp of impact inclusion janelle english exits organization they're all black women she says in one day four talented smart black women lost their jobs or left on their own accord in quotes in the diversity equity and inclusion space a day after affirmative action was gutted by the compromised and bought uh six gop chosen justices supreme court hashtag this is america and she says update thanks to the three of them left on their own accord comments and dms but we what we are not gonna do black people is act like we never left a performative position once we realize we aren't making impact the impact we hope to make i'm not saying any of these women felt that way but i have a hard time believing a couple of them didn't we good we should be good now stop playing on my page (laughs) that's what i'm talking about (laughs) i like how she read everybody for filth on the way out but yeah man i just want to point out we've been saying this shit for a minute on the show the the first thing to go with all these companies is this kind of shit because it's always seen as like a luxury not necessarily a um <clears throat> tip pole of, of a company and no, so it's never top priority yeah and, you know it's one of those things to where this is one reason why uh, even at my job they reach out for diversity inclusion like they have committees and things like that and i'm like no nah, i'm good don't mm-hmm. want to do it not working for free you're not giving me oh you mean to you as an employee to be on one of these committees yes like 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 they reach out to quote-unquote everybody right but you know it's more of we want diversity yeah and so i give them credit they've been doing things but for somebody like me who's been around but see to me it's different than that because like that's asking like i'm not saying you should do it but i'm saying like 
these people got hired this is their only job yes and and so it's a like the fact that when the times get tough or when the you need to, to get back in the black or whatever it's like first thing to go fuck all that diversity bullshit the george floyd uh economy the george floyd economic bump that people got that shit is motherfucking over back to basics and basics means y'all can go and i think on the hills of like the supreme court's affirmative action ruling a lot of companies seem, feel like the coast is clear man like what the fuck you gonna do take me to court go and, talk to them motherfuckers that's, right <laughs> that's the thing i think that's telling is that you would think intuitively if pipelines at schools elite institutions like that will be diminished you might want somebody with an expertise who will find the diamonds in the rough if it if if your if your numbers aren't as big out of mm-hmm. Yale, Harvard in the next few years, they can't just make that easy choice of like, oh yes, we built a relationship. If you have to go into some lower ranked schools or some some other schools, you're going to want somebody who can find the talent right in 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 other places. So it's like it's almost doubly insulting. Kind right. of, it's like oh yeah we're abandoned shit right we're just not doing this anymore right (laughs) and and you're telling the truth on yourself you never really cared right and also it you also telling me truthfully that you never planned on giving them any power exactly not trying to be funny because if you planned on giving them any power if you really plan on listening to them and implementing the ideas that they were going to come up with that were probably going to bristle people in the room mm-hmm. you would have kept them there and was like no we're, we're going to keep I you think here most companies see diversity and inclusion people as people to be in the room when you make the decision you were going to make already and then you go well they were in the room so i mean you guys are saying we did something wrong but why would the person we pay to say to say nothing why would why would they have let us do this you know it's like because they don't have power and they're the first motherfucker to go when the shit hits the fan but most the most important thing we can take from this is i've been right about all of it we've been right about all of it Woo! yes yes that's really what it's all about zero to 100 karen this gets a 100 um also because it's black women and what's so funny is a lot of times in these positions they don't put black men in these positions i'll just i like like black men do get these positions but not at the rate of black women mm-hmm. you know because then you know they they put black women in there because <clears throat> they feel like you're not trying to find you're just an angry bitch coming in here complaining mm-hmm. if it was a black man we quote unquote we have to respect him and so we don't want people certain people in these positions somebody we have to respect so mm-hmm. we'd rather get a woman in here somehow we can actually push and kick out the door and because not trying funny in general people don't give a fuck about black women you don't see the same outrage you would as if it was black men in these positions hmm. maybe that's me looking at it with my third eye open but that's how i feel well it's interesting because i think black women are so much more accomplished academically and professionally in a lot of these areas to me it makes sense that they were the ones that got the jobs you know we talk about that all the time um so it seemed like you probably have more qualified black women to do a position like this in corporate america anyway mm-hmm. um but yeah I, I mean i think people do care but yeah i mean i don't know how you measure you know how much more they would care if it was black dudes and i'm sure there's a contingent of people that would care more if it was black dudes Correct. so uh jl what would you give it zero to a hundred 
Um, I wouldn't give it a hundred because it's like four different company. You know what I mean? It's not like one company just was like all of you cleaning house. Out. <laughs> Everybody so I'll, else. I'll say a fifty because it, it, it feels wrong. But I but it's if it was one company doing it, it'd be a hundred. But mm. but I'd say you know. Some of that, it's, I don't think it was coordinated. Coordinated okay. would obviously raise it higher, but it's not good. I give it a hundred because it's so many different companies and it happened on the same day. It feels like an industry statement of like, listen, the motherfucking third quarter earnings came in. You bitches gotta go. Like y'all making it too hot around. We gotta pay people more because of y'all. We gotta fucking mm-hmm. like do more research when we hire people. We gotta fucking have these extra meetings about shit we don't care about at right. the top, you know. And so if it's almost like in its lack of coordination, it makes a bigger statement than if it was like uh, coordinated. So I, I, it, 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 it bothers me tremendously. And, and also like we fucking called this shit, man. Like this is why I said, get your check in the George Floyd economy. I don't care who you are. If you yeah, just, Roger was saying, get that if, money. if you have any windfall from just white people's guilt, just take it because it's cash it. It's an exhaustible fuel. It is going to run out and much quicker than you think, much quicker than you have any right to and yeah you gotta do it it doesn't make sense what they're doing they were just giving away money for no fucking reason but fuck it man take it i I legitimately feel like that's what happened with uh your girl from tiktok uh sarah cooper they were just Mm -hmm. like uh we have to make someone feel good and they're just like fuck it lip sync i think you need to get that bread i'm not knocking a single person that took that fucking bread because me either this is what it's like when it dries up and it fucking sucks all right in the interest of time i would like to play guess the race of jail okay okay so i'm gonna skip the next uh uh fucking with black people and go into some uh guess the race uh let me get to that right clip there we go all right guess the race time you should know the rules by now come on uh a man inhaling balloons at a wheel found with forty-eight thousand nitrous oxide uh canisters what a man inhaling balloons at will found oh at the wheel of a car okay this is from liverpool okay this is not america from the uk uh it says here a man has been jailed after he was spotted inhaling a blue balloon while driving by police officers <laughs> when keaton or Marad beck 25 was pulled over uh by the unmarked police car officers spotted a large quantity of spent nitrous oxide canisters littering the th- littered throughout the vehicle they decided to search the vehicle and they discovered a quantity of cannabis resin uh the resin was estimated to have a street value of up to six thousand pounds goddamn and the Amara and Amara Beck was arrested at the scene later in the day. Officers visited an address at a storage link, unit linked to his to Amara Beck. When they found 
there they found packaging for two kilos of cocaine thousands of pounds of cash drug paraphernalia and forty-eight thousand nitrous oxide canisters with an estimated wholesale value of sixty-one thousand four hundred pounds uh he was then charged with being concerned in the supply of class b drugs being concerned (laughs) it's different over there okay i was like what is happening it don't sound like he was concerned at all that was the problem he was not concerned (laughs) (laughs) he was very worried about the supply of drugs being concerned in the supply of class a drugs cocaine possession with intent to supply of class b drugs cannabis possession with intent to supply of class c drugs nitrous oxide and not being in proper control of a vehicle damn he had all the letters he pled guilty to all charges in crown court today and was jailed for five years and four months um following the sentences detective sergeant Stuart needham of the cid proactive team said amarad beck showed no regard for the law and put other road users at serious risk you don't say thankfully for our thankfully our officers pc swash and pc davies stopped him in his sound like pirate names pc (laughs) uh, it's probably like police police something you know stands for politically correct Uh, (laughs) the officers are very politically correct over there woke (laughs) yeah police do you know why i pulled you over because trans people are people okay get out the car Uh, (laughs) (laughs) i pulled you over because black lives matter that's why um but yeah so all right guess the race of mr keaton amarad beck white yeah it's going white jail white all right a devil bitch in the chat is saying pc stands for pussy cuck what not <laughs> <laughs> stand for police constable um all right wax white and whippets oh my i'm going white bloke white white top white boy rick that white powder white mr peas and food white man white the correct answer everybody said the same thing uh and everybody you got it correct he was white that's him there uh oh mm-hmm. looking like a ted ted lasso actor <laughs> do you want the smoke bro <laughs> the answer is yes he, he looked like one, one of them hippie dudes that would be going out to a bar or some shit give me a butt light man man i i've never heard of doing nitrous oxide the way he was doing it he was high also it's weird it's weird he had isn't that what the dentist did in um yes uh, in little shop of horrors Horrors. but it's also (laughs) weird that he had access to so many types of drugs and his drug of choice was nitrous oxide that seems like the most cumbersome one of the drugs (laughs) like oh no that was weird i wonder I've i've got this this weed I got this little pouch of weed, or I can drag a tank like I'm like a no country for old men every time I want to get tank high. like my grandma. <laughs> at least it wasn't um, at least it wasn't helium. You know, that would have been awkward. Why are you pulling me over, officer? You know, <laughs> um, an Atlanta mother thirty. Uh, I know you guys are big fan. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. What is? It? I was just saying. I know you guys are big fans of uh, Little Shop of Horrors. Yes, and that is that is such a strange movie. I love it. Yeah, and I watched it like a year ago, most recently. But that is a crazy movie. It is. Like, 
Steve Martin is like a hardcore domestic domestic kid. violence. Like, like, yes, like like. like evil and she's like i'm sorry i'm sorry yes. <laughs> it's like played for like super dark laughs yes <laughs> and then he gets like murdered like you know like yeah. like our hero is is a murderer <laughs> at some point they, they were make they were remaking that and i was annoyed even though the people that yeah. were going to be in it are good it was gonna it was supposed to be chris evans as the dentist what and, no way yeah and scarlett johansson as audrey and Taryn Egerton as Seymour because he can sing. Yeah. But I was like, see, that's why I like Rick Moranis. Right. He was a real nerd. Like, he's a geeky dude. Yes. And Taryn Egerton, they'd be doing the thing like, he's like jacked and right. he can sing. But like, we put glasses, glasses on, on him. Right. This is a transformation. It's, it's, it's not the same. Like you said, you got to have that, that personality where once you cross that line you're like oh my god i can't believe this person is crossing that and, line. and rick moranis even sang nerdy yes <clears throat> like he like i don't know how but he like captured like the nerdiness in the singing it wasn't that he was the best singer oh. it was that he was the best was nerd movie, when i looked at that again when yeah. i watched that movie i said please don't let this be one of those ones where i love it and then I see like the critics gave it like forty percent, right. but it was like ninety percent on Rotten. It's Canada. amazing. Like, Hell yeah! And they changed the ending from the like theater version, which is super darker, where Audrey Audrey like, the wins. Theater is darker. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Because the, the first time dark. I seen it, I was like, saw it, like right before the pandemic. Yeah, it was, I was like, oh my gosh! Dark. I think I'm this? guessing they might have done the dark right. They redid it, right? The dark version, mm-hmm. but the dark version was. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't think they should just leave it alone. It's yeah, fine. Just leave it alone, and 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 uh, you, you're not gonna get a better uh 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 Seymour, me see the the plant. Female. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, Who's gonna be the plant? That voice. Who's gonna be the plant in this one? You can't duplicate that in the in the remake. I, I forget. I forget. I feel mm. like I oh. No, I don't. I may be making this up. Okay, Billy Porter, but I may be making mm, that it. Up. Won't hit you, the same. You need that bass. Yeah, yes. the, the the guy from the Four Tops was was amazing. Yeah, perfect. You're not gonna beat him. I think maybe Coleman Domingo could do it, but you're not gonna beat. Yeah, you're not gonna to, beat that sing? performance. I don't know. I don't know. I just know he's yeah. a stage oh. performer. But yeah, you need somebody yeah, yeah, with, yeah. with. You're that not gonna voice. beat it. Plus, the motherfucking songs was dream. Yes! Famous Seymour. Yeah. <laughs> all night long. Right. Yeah. It's all, it's all good. I sometimes hear you guys talk of, like every once in a blue moon, the little, it's little my shit. will come up. Mm-hmm. The guy still look like plant food to me. Yes! The guy still look like plant food to me. It's so good. All right. Uh, Atlanta mother, thir- 34, is arrested for shooting her 17 year old son during an argument about a video game console. Well, goddamn. Somebody turned that Nintendo off permanently, didn't they? <laughs> An Atlanta mother has been arrested after she I'm shot him. Blow up this cartridge and then blow your brain. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. She, she put her hand on top of the TV, see if it was warm. Yes. So I'm going to blow the dust off of this and I'm going to dust your ass. Uh, <laughs> Jaquana Butler, 34, was as at her home in the southwest of the city on Thursday evening when she and the teenager began argue, the teenager began arguing. She brought out a gun. Police said she shot her son multiple times. Oh, she was fed up with that child. Officers were called to the house uh, near the homemade famous in the Tyler Perry Medea's film series. 
okay around 10 20 p.m that's an interesting note to put in the article <laughs> the teenager was taken to grady memorial hospital his condition is not known uh butler was arrested and was has been charged with aggravated assault reckless conduct and cruelty to children she is well known to police with records dating back to 2010 uh known for such hits as abandonment of a child forgery aggravated assault with a deadly weapon reckless conduct aggravated battery armed robbery false report of a crime and weapon possession and in 2012 she was charged with child abuse 2019 she was found guilty as a first offender of four baby 2019 she was found guilty as a first offender of four counts of second degree child child cruelty child cruelty by causing excessive physical or mental pain and battery family violence in a 2016 incident how would she even have this kid that's what i want to know what i'm surprised i didn't take custody of the child she was sentenced to six years of probation at that time and in april this year she was charged with simple battery and then until this uh guess the race karen what was her name i'm gonna go her white. name is jaquana butler karen's going oh, white oh oh okay black. <laughs> No, she said white she, she, said she white. started with white but you're allowed black, to change okay. black i was like white Karen changed to me, black for some reason let me hear her name <clears throat> what about you uh jl uh black only because the name because to be honest mm-hmm. the you know based on some books i've read and obviously there's a lot of good people in the child services it's a right. tough job mm-hmm. right you don't want to break up families but mm-hmm. to me when when multiple criminal charges mm-hmm. like i would have almost guessed if the name had been more right. neutral white, white, because yeah. i'd be like that yeah that's, the kid would have been a lot. the family so would have been times. broken up sooner right right like. all right chat room black jaquana is orange i mean the new black precious mama had another one the oh, correct no! answer is black that's scary say that again jl he said that's scary that story right Mm -hmm. it's like she shot the child the child should never be back in her custody yeah well this is so this is the time she shot this is the time she shot the child this is the first time she shot the child but she clearly has abused this kid before or some kid Mm -hmm. in her custody before and yeah i'm with y'all in that they kept giving her a kid which feels like a white thing right that's why i said this like that that does feel white the the the, the fucking like "Eh, look eh, sometimes kid gotta get hit Eh, we can trust her she said she ain't gonna do it again uh but yeah no word if she called it the video game console a nintendo so we don't know (laughs) Uh, all right let's go to the bonus round and we'll wrap this thing up oh wait y'all are two for two right Okay, y'all are two for two. That means y'all get the more racist version. Why? I ain't racist. How can I be racist about anybody or anything in my life? How can I? Call them niggas. Just call them niggas. It's time to get go meat, gold chain wearing, fried chicken and biscuit eating, monkey eating, baboon, big dive, fast running, high jumping spear chucking, 360 degree basketball. A homeowner posted a video of a pizza delivery guy complaining about a 25% tw- tip on a $20 order. Um, a woman in Texas shared a doorbell camera interaction between herself and a pizza delivery man who was so dissatisfied with his $5 tip that he cursed oh sorry that he cursed her out 
uh on a video posted to her tiktok lacey percival we're guessing the race of the of the pizza person not her okay uh asked so how much should i be tipping for a 20 dollar pie implying that she had given her driver a 25 percent tip on the 20 dollar order in the video captured by the family's vivent camera a woman answers the door as her dog runs out to greet the driver let me see if i can play the audio for y'all so y'all can hear it uh and make your informed decision um i just want to say it's a nice house for a five dollar tip you're welcome um i just want to say it's a nice house for a five dollar tip you're welcome and that was a fuck you at the end when she said you're welcome um so um online viewers of the video which Percival posted on her tiktok account were overwhelmingly supportive of the tipper in this case tipping is out of control five on 20 is more than enough for one user others encouraged Percival to get in touch with doordash the service she had used for the delivery Percival said she did contact the delivery company which she also clarified she pays a monthly fee for in addition to the extra service fees and you know that shit don't go to the drivers uh Percival mm-hmm. added that her husband was extremely upset about what the delivery man had said to his wife and noted the driver could simply decline the order other online commenters lamented the exorbitantly high cost of having anything delivered these days and how delivery fees are likely driving down tip numbers uh so all right guess the race of the driver oh white all right jail white and um, and that's i mean five bucks on a tw- is perfectly like to me i'm i'm more of a i feel like five bucks is kind of the minimum right for somebody but it's also like on a 20 dollar order perfectly yeah that's perfectly fine yeah that's a strange it was also weird that he decided it was because of the kind of house she had like it was like it didn't even it seemed like he was cool with it then he showed up was like oh this bitch got two car garage and then he just like lost it (laughs) it makes me wonder if things like I, i bet you you know if i were a millionaire celebrity i tipped well anyway but there's probably pressure to be like all right, my meal was 150. I'll, I'll leave 100. Right. Like, that's. It, it, I, I can only go two ways here. Right. Oh, I'm a great tipper, or I'm a cheap celebrity piece of shit. Yep. But like a house alone, getting that treatment. Like I, if I brought a pizza to Charles Barkley, I'd be like five bucks. Or I, I thought it was going to be like, oh, was it like a big rainstorm or something? Because I remember right. the salad place near where I lived in Manhattan, I once asked out of curiosity, like they're like, oh, business picks up when like the blizzards come. Mm-hmm. And I remember saying to the guy, like the manager, I was like, how are the tips? And they're like, basically people just do the automatic like $2. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's just convenient. Just, so, so there's plenty of people who suck at right. tipping and don't even adjust for circumstances. But this is a normal day yeah. for a twenty dollar order. That's a, that's absurd, right? And and uh, I'll just add two more quick things. One um especially with how much like weird tipping there is now mm-hmm. where it's like you go to like ross dress for less or some shit and you buy some pants and then like on your checkout it's like you want to tip 20 percent. it's like what the food decided this was part of this transaction this tipping should come nowhere near this shit i just bought goods and services you you get paid what you're supposed to get paid and leave me out of it you right. know and of, if that money even goes to you right a lot of times depend on the situation a lot of times they don't see that money the second thing I, check. the second thing i want to bring up quickly was that 
um the south park creators um who i know liberal people hate for some reason now i I don't know i still fuck with them um but trey parker and matt stone they bought a restaurant casa bonita and they set the the wages to 30 dollars an hour and then banned tipping and i believe in that so fucking hard that is what i think the solution to all this shit should be you just pay people a living wage if you have to raise your food prices a dollar a dish or whatever fuck just do that leave all this tipping bullshit out because you got petty power tripping motherfuckers that come in you got waiters that aren't being taken care of in just life like they can't they have no health care they're working crazy fucking hours and at the whim of these fucking psychopaths that we have out here calling us a fucking society and that they, they, they get a, the biggest fucking ego boost when they can be petty and cruel and be like my coffee cup i saw on the bottom of it so i'm not tipping like suck my dick you have no power in your real life and you're coming in a restaurant and taking it yeah, out on the people you my can't favorite restaurant story is though my mm-hmm. favorite restaurant story it's almost up there with bullet ball for me that i want it to be like an annual tradition <laughs> is <laughs> rod's rod's boss sells him out oh yeah motherfucker all the time that motherfucker (laughs) oh my god i think that was the day i fell and cut my arms up too like it was a bad fucking day and this dude goes out i got it don't i'm gonna talk to him and then i see this (laughs) fucking cuck over there you know it's his fault really like suck my dick god i hate it food service <laughs> um anyway uh he was white <laughs> I, I, yeah we we went way over time with that he was white uh I, I, y'all had some good guesses in the chat uh entitled white 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 needs to get a life papa john that's my favorite one white as her <laughs> de- doorbell button quite the service uh so yeah most of y'all said white and y'all got it right let me give you your applause and that's the guy there yeah this is a even better reason to just be like leave it at the door (laughs) put it on the ground it's a a great ad for doorbell cameras and why don't talk to the people me either (laughs) i I, I remember when then that's why i got it for when COVID first broke out and there was nothing worse than somebody standing there and i would hit the thing go boop I said it, it, it's contactless. Drop it. I don't want to talk to you. Jail, please. Uh, Jail, give us like two more minutes so we can do sore racks and I'm gonna get you out of here, man. Uh, here, 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 I mean, if you got two more minutes. Oh yeah, 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 okay. yeah. Please, no, no, we're good, we're good. Thank you. Of course, most of that two minutes is a sound effect. <laughs> it's that. That's a minute and a half right there. <laughs> that's why I gave you two minutes. <laughs> all right a man was stabbed with a samurai sword after attacking a seattle homeowner with a pitchfork oh shit (laughs) was you on the farm what is this i just pictured the star trek music playing as they were battling you know (laughs) a pitchfork dude did he get mad and go to the closet but like my sword or do i want to start a riot uh he was a man was arrested sunday after attacking i'm sorry i just got that (laughs) somebody got it (laughs) he's like where's the torches 
we got a frankenstein to get it yes who the fuck comes out with a pitchfork it makes no sense yeah. <laughs> it's seattle too like it's right. not it's not here in the farm this is not a farmland oh man all right so uh he was attacking the homeowner with a pitchfork during a burglary around 1 30 p.m on sunday officers responded to a report of a burglary uh they found a homeowner with sword with a sword and injuries and another man with a stab wound to the torso i feel oh. like if you were the one with the pitchfork you should have won that's just my feelings <laughs> now i don't know enough about swords and how this man was trained but to me pitchfork is more of a weapon than a you should have the reach yeah you got stabbed in the gut I, I, I mean i mean you i mean you got the weapon that the group go out with i don't understand yeah um so yeah according to police the man had gone into the home when no one was there as the 71 year old homeowner arrived home he noticed items were not where they were supposed to be and a kitchen window had been shattered the then the homeowner found a man standing in his living room the pair fought when at one point the man held the homeowner to the floor and attempted to stab him with a pitchfork the homeowner 71 was able to get away running to his room to get a gun the man chased after the homeowner tackled him as he attempted to take his gun oh this shit turned into like some fucking raising arizona shit (laughs) (laughs) y'all leave old people that's a strong ass old man he be like look i've been fit i'm not feeble uh he's like it's a reason i made the 71 whippersnapper come on uh when the homeowner attempted to shoot the man the gun jammed oh he better be glad it jammed because he was gonna fuck him up like someone put this in a tv show i want to see the righteous gemstones act this out uh <laughs> he grabbed the samurai sword and stabbed the man after stabbing the man the man ran outside and was later arrested by police the homeowner suffered non-life-threatening injuries to his face and torso the 61 year old man was transferred with non-life-threatening samurai swords well, stab wound that feels that feels very improbable <laughs> non-life-threatening stab 61 stabbed through the gut with a samurai sword but non-life-threatening i feel like falling at 61 is (laughs) life-threatening come on (laughs) they're built different in the pacific northwest yeah the greatest generation for real uh this motherfucker because i would yeah let's tell you right now you stab me at 44 i'm I'm, it's life-threatening it's like (laughs) I feel threatened already. <laughs> I have a lot of prominent gut to stab, and I still would be like, I think I'm going to die. Uh, so, yeah, he will be booked into the King County Jail, charged with burglary uh, after all of that. So, uh, all right, Jail, tell everybody about uh, Tall Boy mm-hmm. and where to find it and, and all that yes. good stuff. Thank you. Uh, thank you for having me on, as always. Always, uh, man. Tall Boy. Uh, you can find it basically every stream except spotify me and taylor swift we don't we don't put our stuff there they don't pay enough um <laughs> but anywhere else you can stream it download it if you got some spare money buy it uh leave a nice if you stream it and like it leave a nice review on whatever your preferred site is amazon itunes whatever and then thursday 9 p.m eastern this thursday uh july 6th it goes live on my youtube um, so if you're if you're listening to this afterwards, you know, boom, it's it's a clean hour. It's a, not clean like this bad language, but it's like a tight hour, um, and uh, I'm very proud of it. 
and uh, it also is not to not to. It is on title. I can tell you. Right. Cause somebody told me they they shared a link to it on title, so okay. I know it's on title. Okay. Um, I never know exactly when things like when exactly, but, they, but they somebody shared it, yeah. that they were listening on title, so so it's got to be there. Yeah. Um, and basically, you know, for the long inside comedy story at the top of the, of the show, you know, I rarely ever plead, kind of like support this or plead. But the, this is almost like the struggles with half blackface. This was like my personal do it myself response to mm-hmm. that. So whereas half blackface is, you know, my, my, the godfather as far as like my work is concerned, I'm proud of this one. And this one was like a do it yourself thing. Um, and you know, kind of a slight middle finger, you know, if this does well. It, it just is a is a nice wholesome middle finger to you know yeah to the people who screwed me up on on the other one <laughs> go check out the uh the special we watched it a while ago mm-hmm. We're, i'm a patreon subscriber mm-hmm. for jail so like behind the paywall we got a, to glimpse it early and you know sat down put it on the big tv mm-hmm. you know everybody's got these smart tvs and shit put on the big tv and watch that shit like you're supposed to watch like you know hbo saturday night special or whatever and uh it was funny as hell man um i'm looking forward to eventually hearing seeing half blackface uh one day one know, day fingers crossed uh, who would have thought the other two would be it's gone so like- before half blackface made it to the ah! light of day <laughs> game theory is over and half blackface is still not out what the fuck is happening oh man uh check them out shared that article about the other two that that hurt yeah i couldn't believe it yeah i i mean honestly it's like i knew you would see it and i wanted you to feel the pain i felt every time you said something (laughs) black wasn't good enough and i was like (laughs) finally you know i'm not even a ted lasso fan like that and i was like now he should feel some of this pain that everyone feels when he says ted lasso is, is trash or whatever <laughs> how about your favorite show what do the hbo execs think about that the same thing they think uh, about everything good uh <laughs> and to see the pictures the pictures of the two main characters and then bad bunny the boyfriend yeah and i was just like ah. Oh they're so good they were just hitting they're hitting their peak i mean mm-hmm. to be fair if if this is how it ends right. like they did end it pretty well but um, also though but, it just sucks because it, it's not because of what was happening in front of the cameras it's right. the like producers and people behind the scenes apparently that are accused of being like dicks uh and so it just but this sucks this is if if you are not I got. I gotta say now. I don't know the extent of it, but I think we got too many Ted Lassos and Shit's Creek where it's all kumbaya. Sometimes comedy takes an edge. Mm-hmm. It takes an edge to make great comedy. And I think the other two, I could be wrong, but I feel like uh, I'm gonna tell you right now. Hot take for the podcast. Yeah, this is the hot. This is the hottest take. A lot of soft people in comedy right now. I I, I <laughs> agree. Feelings hurt. <laughs> I definitely agree that is the comedy game is kind of soft, like the creative space <laughs> is soft. Just haven't worked in it, but I also will smack the shit out of somebody <laughs> if they fucking <laughs> talk to me like that. So I don't know. I'm, I'm on a I'm on a balance. Like whenever I read one of these exposes about like the behind the scenes of this company, I'm always like, 
why didn't someone slap the shit out this dude nothing's worth this <laughs> you know what i mean right. but uh that's just my feelings i'm not telling people to go slap anybody and and i'm not knocking the victims like if, but yeah we had many a talk at game theory where i'm like yeah they talk to me like that it's gonna be a problem so just talk to me nice you can say anything you want you can say my shit wasn't good i need to do better you start calling me on my name or yelling at me i i don't do that uh-uh. <laughs> uh, i don't do that and guess what we do have an hr department bitch yes so anyway uh check out Southside. um uh, also streaming on hbo max and uh to oh, me just as funny as not funnier and black you know so uh all right guys we'll talk to you uh tomorrow's guest will be simeon goodson so we'll be with him tomorrow so look out for that and uh until next time i love you i love you too Mwah. <laughs>